0: The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com.
1: Well, we have officially reached an England game that we care about as much as a Leeds game.
0: Yeah, you know, you know what? Getting to a final seems relatively, you know, that seems on the level of Leeds v Leicester in the Premier League.
1: Well, I was going to go like I reckon. I actually think that this is. I think this is Leeds Man United, just not like Leeds Man United when we were both chasing the title. Leeds Leeds Man United this season. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is episode 123, but to be honest, there is zero structure to this. Uh, The main reason that we're doing this, uh, because obviously anyone who can be in the pub probably will be, all of that stuff, and that's where they should be. But me and KC are stuck inside as we've both got COVID. So what do I normally do before the big game? I normally have a beer and talk about it with KC. So I'll probably get a beer in a little bit, but I'm definitely talking with KC about the game. Uh, So obviously... Your leads level nervous, but are your leads level pessimistic?
0: I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. If, if I'm if I'm being honest, um, I, you know, having watched Italy throughout the tournament, I do think they are the, the best team in the tournament. But I also don't think in any way they're unbeatable. Hmm. Like I, no, I I think, genuinely this genuinely feels like two good teams playing each other, which by all accounts means this will be a dreadful, dreadful game.
1: Uh well I haven't checked exactly what it is, but I'm relatively sure that the I mean, I think England might are slight favourites, but I mean, you know, four to five, ten to eleven to live for trophy. It's really tight. Um I'm I'm worried because I'm a little bit optimistic as well. Uh, although I must admit that team news worries me a little bit. I don't. Have you seen it yet? I have not. Uh, Saka out, Trippier in, back three. The leaks say that Mount will play wide, Sterling wide, Kane in the middle. But I think it's got to be Mount in the middle and sort of Sterling and Kane central, mm. w- with the wing backs providing the width. Because they, I can't see a world where we go 2v3, Phillips and Rice versus Variety, Jorginho and Barella. Because I think if we go 2v3 in that situation, I think we're going to get killed.
0: Yeah. Um, I think from what I was reading yesterday, a lot of the suggestions were that you have Mason Mount having to, to deal with Jorginho um, and kind of keep try and keep him occupied. And try and drag him out so Harry Kane can drop in a bit deeper.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking it'd be. That's why I thought it before 2 3 1. You know, you r- roughly you end up with Rice and Phillips on Barella and Verratti, Mount pushes on Jorginho. You can still do that with a back three. And if they do that and go central, I will understand it. But it does take away a lot of the potency of Sterling if he's uh, forced in field.
0: Yeah, he he has had a lot of joy, especially in these knockout games of, of coming in from that left hand side, and against Denmark did very well on the right hand side as well. Um, mm. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see how how he does then if if that central area is going to be quite um, you know quite cluttered.
1: Yeah, I mean you would assume like at least for first half of this game, you'd think is probably going to be quite nervy and a bit low on quality because. Big finals like this normally are, aren't they? they like, I wouldn't expect a great game, but it, it doesn't partic- these are the games where it doesn't matter whether it's a good game or not, because there's so much at stake that the nerves will carry it. A shite nil-nil will be one of the most enthralling things you've ever watched. Yeah, yeah the,
0: the, you've definitely got to that point now where, from the kick-off, I, th- I think Italy's first shot first shot on target is going to have me nervous. Just Just the fact that they've had a shot... That we've allowed this to happen, even if he, you know, even if Kiesa slices one off towards the corner flag, I'll be mad at Declan Rice for, for allowing that to happen.
1: Yeah, get tight to him, dude. He's forty yards out. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> we'll all turn into my dad watching a game. <laughs> how out late, England? Out. <laughs> I should I should say that is the only context in which my dad shouts out at strangers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's I been, don't know.
0: It's, I don't know. We took him down Green Greek Street once.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bit of a weird. T- I, I've, I was saying earlier to someone that I'm kind. I'm glad that I've been working today because uh, I don't know how I'd have got through all day with, with just without something to occupy my brain because all I can think about is football.
0: Oh, and see, not even,
1: I... not even, ooh, tactically this, and thinking about stuff, it's just pure, God help we win, and that's
0: it. <laughs> I see, I just restarted Red Dead Redemption 2 today, which is very immersive, so I've just gone with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do, is that just so you can live in a world where it's impossible for you to have to isolate you to a disease?
0: Yeah, it's, I'm basically <laughs> roaming the outside on a horse, it's wonderful. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's probably a good... I should, I should have nicked that idea, to be honest. Right, um, we didn't really... We haven't talked about many of the individual games on here. We have on Stand Your Ground, which is us mate's podcast, which is the one that isn't Leeds-centric, uh, which you should all go listen to because it's quite good fun. Um, so they, they've that's where we've talked about most of it. But through the tournament... I mean, obviously, we're in the final. We've done well. But sort of how... How would you rate the performances for the tournament? How do, you, how do you think we've done?
0: I honestly think you actually have to rate the group stage and the knockout round separately, because it, it does feel like you've watched two different England teams. Um, you know, we, we started well against Croatia, and then that kind of tailed off after that. It was a, a very poor performance against Scotland, and, you know, the, the second half against Czech Republic, I think there was a single shot. By the checks that went wide in England, didn't have a, a shot all half. It was, um, you know, I know we've come away with with seven points in the end, but it it, it wasn't the most inspiring of of runs at the group. And as soon as you saw we were playing Germany, it, th- those three games did not make you think, oh yeah, we'll, we'll be fine against them." But to, honestly, since that went against Germany, we've we've been fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously everyone said that the... I mean, even though the, the group stages were did exactly what we needed to do, but that Germany game, it was when you saw the other results leading into that, when you saw France go out and things like that, and you thought, if we beat Germany, it isn't just this is a chance to reach the final, it was if we beat Germany, they really have to reach the final, which they've done, so, you know... Fairly, but it, it opened up so much and the difference with this tournament and because we had a pretty favourable draw in 2018 World Cup as well to be fair the difference is that Croatia game although we lost I was, pr- I was pretty certain whoever wins this is losing to France in the final with this yeah. one once I saw the run once, basically once France went out I thought there's no one in this tournament we can't beat and now, as it goes, France threw it away anyway. But, like, on paper, they were the only team that I thought, yeah, they are just better than us. I think Italy, through the tournament, probably have been slightly better than us. But I don't think there's out in it. Like, I think they're both good sides. There's only the French that I think stand out. So this is such a massive opportunity.
0: No, I think with Italy, the main thing was that while they had an easier draw than us in the group stages. They also went through very convincingly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't just convincing. I mean, it wasn't, like, convincingly. It was head and shoulders above everyone else, really. Because they, they didn't just win comfortably. They won comfortably playing good. Not Like, it wasn't that it was attacking. It was that they were the ones putting on all the pressure and, you know, pressing the ball and stuff, which obviously we love to see. But I, you do wonder. I wonder. You do wonder if that might have taken more out of their legs than the England players have. Because the only yeah. person in the England side who's pressing his bollocks off. There's some pressing, but the only one who's pressing his bollocks off is Calvin. And let's be right, he does not get tired.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think the, the stats that came out from the from the Denmark game about his the, the areas in which he was pressing, he pressed. He was pressing more than anyone else in our, you know, in our third or the middle, and then I think he was second in the attacking third of the yeah, field. I,
1: yeah, I did see that stat going around on Twitter, and it was like the total pressures were. It was somewhat daft; like second place was thirteen, and he was thirty odd. You know, it was yeah. it was a big difference. But he's just. I know that we're very lead centric, and on here we can be. But God, I'm so fucking proud of him.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic watching him. Obviously, it was kind of, uh, you know, the, the Croatia game was his was his step up onto the the world stage, hmm. and, and kind of announcing himself as an international. Um, but since then, he's he's carried on his form really well. His you know his statistics coming out of each game are fantastic. Just the, the amount of ground I think in the last game. I think obviously because he was on for 120 minutes, he covered a ridiculous amount of ground. Was it about 15 kilometres or it, it something was, like it that? It was
1: over 15 kilometres, I think. Yeah, it was.
0: You know, it's madness. Um, the thought of running a kilometre absolutely terrifies me.
1: Well, it's the thought of us running a kilometre is illegal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we. But yeah, his, his performance has been fantastic, and it's very nice to. The, I think we said it for the after the Germany game. It was quite nice seeing a midfield, uh, a German midfield of by Munich and Real Madrid players being beaten by West Ham and Leeds players.
1: Yeah, it, that is one thing that. Uh, and don't get me wrong. Within one week of the Premier League season starting, this will all go away. But an England team doing this well. Doesn't have to do a lot for certain players, and just get rid of some of that, you know, that stupid football hate that we all have. I, I, don't dislike Jack Grealish at all now. I'm sure I will two weeks into next season. (laughs) Uh, I was, you know, I was like a lot of people. I was looking at teams and going. I mean, like the fact that I went into this tournament saying it's Phillips or Rice, it's Phillips or Rice, it's Phillips or Rice. And I, I wasn't one of them getting into massive arguments with West Ham fans, but I thought about it, you know, going, no, it's Phillips, it's not Rice. Rice can't lace Phillips's boot. When the truth is, they're both really good. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I, I've been really impressed with that. Those two as a unit, I think, have, have been excellent so far in the tournament. And. It, I I don't know if there is a level of jealousy now between Ben White and Declan Rice that seems to be. I, I don't know if Declan Rice is stealing Calvin's affections De- at this point. De-
1: De- Declan's not getting in there. it's no, he's not. <laughs> not even close. No one looks at anyone like Calvin Phillips and Ben White look at each other. I literally, I that it's not. I don't. It's not a romantic thing. That is love. There is love between those people, <laughs> and rightly you... so because I mean, look at them—they're both just such handsome, nice boys.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm guessing you saw the the video leads play out today, then for for Calvin.
1: Yeah, I, I said uh, you know it's big when Batty comes out.
0: Dan Dave Batty has a dog. It's good to. It's like P, I think it's like in how. Uh, how I Met Your Mother, when they start trying to piece things together, they know about Robin. Mm. It's like, oh, today I learned David Batty has a dog.
1: Dave, of course he has a dog. He should I have just... 12 whippets. <laughs> it's just <laughs> good look, to know. Like, what What does David Batty come out for? He came out for that. He came out for, to clap for the NHS and to shill season tickets that one year, which was weird. <laughs> 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 when they did the cook Moat. Taylor,
0: he's, he's sat there watching them.
1: Yeah, Byron. Yeah, I couldn't remember who the fourth one was. There, <laughs> he was the other one where I think one of Josh them was injured as, in as well.
0: Yeah, Josh Warrington's there. I'm trying to remember which one of them isn't actually like because it's them against like a group of kids, isn't it? And then like, I think it's Sam Byron's not allowed to play because he's actually injured at the time as well. Yeah. So one of them's just stood there watching on as as Alex Mower is you know, uh, I assume tried to leather one in from thirty yards at every opportunity. Yeah,
1: it was good to see because Ale- uh, Alex Mower and Louis Coyle were in the video weren't they?
0: Yeah, Louis Louis Coyle, tactfully wearing his Hull City top for recording. Uh, I think
1: that's I think that's fine. <laughs> Are you going to slag him off given that his brother's a professional boxer? No.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to slack him off anyway, though, because I'm weak. Yeah. fucking. Um Yeah, it was, a nice, it was a nice collection of people. I don't, I don't know if Parag would have been the person I would have kicked it off with.
1: Yeah, it was a bit... Like, don't get me wrong. Parag Marath seems like a nice bloke, all the interviews he's done, and they've invested some money into Leeds, so fair play. His decision-making seems sound so far. But it was a bit yeah. weird that he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also yeah. glad Radrizani... Didn't pretend he wanted England to win.
0: He's like, I'm not going to say good luck, but I am proud of you. But,
1: but if you want to play know. well and lose, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, Mark Viduka making a, another surprise appearance, looking very relaxed in his vest.
1: Yeah, in what can only be described as an idyllic location. Yeah, yeah,
0: having a, having a fantastic time wherever he is.
1: Uh, isn't he in Zagreb and he runs like a coffee shop or something?
0: I don't know, but that's true. Let's go. I don't uh, drink can, coffee.
1: Can we make it so we're allowed out of houses first before <laughs> 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 we plan Zagreb?
0: Jack, that is but a distant dream for me right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I um, mean the the we'll just go straight to the semi-final because it was a a tough one, and as much as as fun as the Ukraine game was. There isn't loads to say, because it was so one-sided. But I thought we were good value for beating Denmark. I know it took extra time and everything, but I think even, I mean, you know, they had to play the second half extra time with 10 men as well. Not that the ITV commentators noticed. But uh, it was, I think that no matter what happened there, we were going to win. They looked knackered. they they the, did look absolutely exhausted especially i mean i think that's why they made so many changes so early i think they had to
0: yeah there was it, it must have been around the 60 minute mark when they when they made that triple sub um and after that it, it very much took the sting out of out of their game and and there wasn't really there was that one deflected shot i think that that Pickford had to save but outside of that it was all England after that and it was just a case of Can Yannick Lestergaard keep it? And Kasper Schmeichel, can those two men keep England out again? Um, Because it was attack after attack. And then, you know, stop your time. And I know, obviously, by that point, not an extra time, sorry, that once we've gone a goal ahead and and they're a man down. But the way we kept the ball, it was was so professional. Um, Yeah, and
1: it was so not England, just keeping the ball for like two and a half minutes.
0: I don't know if you watched, actually. They showed the 66 World Cup final yesterday on Channel 4. Because I've never...
1: I, I knew they were doing it, but I didn't actually see it. I had a, I was working and stuff, so...
0: I've never, I've never really watched it before outside of the highlights. So I started watching with about half an hour left. And I will say, it's actually a very entertaining game to watch. There's very little midfield. Um... But there is no, certainly from England anyway. There is no gamesmanship. There is no game management at all. Just two one up with two minutes left, and no, and I don't know if taking the ball to the corner has been invented yet. But that's what they needed to do, and they <laughs> didn't. And it's like, and it's either Martin Peter or Bobby Charlton is still trying to score.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then they just take a goal kick and go down the other end, get the free kick, and score. You just like no, just no, just keep hold of the ball. Like I know you've gone forward, Bobby. You don't need to score. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: just it, it will be fine. And like I, I know in the end it works out fine. And Jeff Hurst has a hat trick, so, so you know he's thrilled. But when you watch it game, just go, no lads, right? Just just stop what you do in a second. <laughs> this is this isn't how we play football.
1: Yeah. So does it make you, you you don't realise how far things move on and how quickly, like, oh, I, it's almost like, a, I wish I could travel back in time. What would you do? Oh no, I'd just go back. I wouldn't even go back miles. I'd just go back to 1984 and I'd be a genius football coach with all my modern ideas. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'd, if I could basically get there ahead of Arsene Wenger and be like, right, guys, Drinking isn't going to help anything.
1: Yeah, St- stop eating chips.
0: <laughs> Egg and chips is not a pre-match meal anymore, guys. Come on,
1: it is to Sean Daly. <laughs>
0: yeah, fair play. Um, but yeah, it was. It was. It's, it's an entertaining game to watch. I will say that certainly for the the hour that I watched, it was it yeah. was actually quite entertaining because whatever happened, one when you don't have the back pass rule. Goal kicks are cheating, because all that happens is a short goal kick outside of the area, pass back to the keeper, picks it up, lumps it forward. And again, you're just looking going, that's surely not allowed.
1: Yeah, it, it, was it one of them you're going, how did they not change this rule until the 92-93 season? Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's probably for the best. I don't know if John Lukic could have had a career without the back pass rule, you know, clearly.
1: Well, I I was too young to know, but there's a lot of people who were there who say that's why we dropped off so badly. That's why we went from, what was it, first to 17th for next season. And and again, the back pass rule was the total end of it.
0: Clearly, you know, I didn't see enough of, well, because I was a baby at the time, but (laughs) even now, I haven't seen enough of Wilkinson's football pre-winning the league and then the season after to know how vital to us the back pass rule seemingly was. Yeah, because I remember the first time I read that. I think it was, I think Gordon Strachan said so, and I was just there thinking, this can't be right. Th- this team cannot be built solely. <laughs> up, like we've got some quality players there. No, what actually did it was was our <laughs> use of the backpatch rule. Mm. Like, no, that that's not how this works.
1: I'll tell you what. I bet it just jumped into my head from that semi final. I bet you were up on your feet two minutes in when when Denmark did that. Definitely a back pass. I think they they had two. (laughs) Fucking insanity. There was one two two minutes in, because now people don't even appeal for them because they know it's not getting given, and they all appealed for that one. (laughs) That's how much of a back pass (laughs) was,
0: was (laughs) I was feeling rough as fuck, but I stood up and just, no, back pass, (laughs) come on. One's got to get given one day. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe today's the day. Chiellini <laughs> <laughs> to Donna
0: if, if one day you'll just and see that, me, and the shot
1: goes into the wall and comes out to Cal, <laughs>
0: <laughs> who skies it over the
1: bar.
0: <laughs> um. Now, one day a back like a back pass will get given, and I'll just stand up and walk away with a smile on my face, going, "That's it." It's like k c there's 70 minutes left now.
1: The game has peaked, I've won. <laughs> um, yeah, it's this will it will be tough this because I must admit I'm scared. I'm scared of Italy's midfield a bit. It's really good, and it's not even just like it's those three. Like that, Pacina that was added to the squad late looks pretty good, and Locatelli looks really good. So even the two sort of backing him up. Are a real danger but Jorginho doesn't scare me as much on the pitch he's really good but he's really good at what he does and I think if we put a man on him we can be alright it's mm. it's Verratti, but the one thing is I'm not now I haven't watched all of them so I I might be off base here I haven't watched him as much as some other people have but whenever I've seen Verratti in a really big game I can't actually remember him having a good one
0: hmm I'm I mean I'm just looking I I'm looking at the Italy team now and it's I think it's one of those teams that's strong and it's got some very good depth to it as well. Um I think we, I think we talked about it before but I wasn't massively impressed with with Donnarumma in the semi-final. I thought he looked shaky at times his his decision making was um some of Keiko-esque. his kicking was really
1: poor. Some of his kicking was really poor. By the way, just while it comes up, looks like he goes off to Elche. Yeah. Uh, either on a permanent, if he can sort out a termination of his contract, or alone loan with an option, if he can't.
0: Do Do you want a, a very Alan Partridge like response to that? That is entirely true. Yeah. Elche has a cracking zoo.
1: <laughs> but I does appear? it have a cracking owl sanctuary? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I think there were owls. I'm saying this. I have been to this. I don't know if it's a zoo. I think. Well, actually, I think it described itself as a safari park, and it definitely wasn't one of those.
1: You sure it uh, wasn't the football stadium? Right? Th- no.
0: This 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 is. Uh, I have fed yeah. a giraffe there. Um. So yeah. This these these are things I I am aware of of Elche. It has a zoo.
1: Dude, that wasn't a giraffe. It was Nikola Zigic. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Wonder why he looked familiar when he scored four against us. Yeah.
1: No, nah, it, it is. A, I mean, it's a very good squad, and mancini has got them playing. you wouldn't believe they didn't qualify for the 2018 World Cup. It's been a serious turnaround.
0: No, it was a very strange time for football. Clearly, between mm-hmm. especially with them and them and the Netherlands.
1: Yeah, at least they're still not particularly great. Like but it at least suddenly look like world beaters. Uh, I do think we can get at their wing backs though. Uh, although now we've not now that we're apparently only gonna have the wing backs for width... I mean I know Sterling will drift, so it'll be fine, but uh, I was thinking with wide players and full backs. Like Emerson Palmieri on left. There's a reason he doesn't even get near the Chelsea side. He's not awful, but he's like a mile off Chilwell and Max Alonso.
0: Yeah, th- th- he's he's really not played a lot of football in the last year, has he? Mm. By the last couple of years, I suppose. Um, yeah, he, he's probably someone that you would look for us to get at. So uh, I suppose that's Kieran Trippier at this point.
1: Yeah, so, and Trippier... I like I like Trippier, but he's not is it's not sort of Kyle Walker level pace getting up and down the wing.
0: No. Um no I, I'm I will be very interested to see how they how they end up working it with with Mount Kane and Sterling with this formation.
1: I say I can only see it being Mount Central, you know, the midfield being as if it was four two, three one. And then instead of obviously mounts not wide, so Sterling isn't wide, and Sterling kind of plays as the second striker behind Kane. Yeah, uh, because I, I say I said it at the start of this. I, I, I can only see him doing that because I just think if you let it be Varane, Jorginho, Barella versus Phillips and Rice, even if they both have great games, they're not winning that battle two on three. Yeah, uh, and the if Mount and Sterling are wide because it sounds like it is Mount if it was, say it was Sancho and Sterling or Sterling and Rashford even as much as I wouldn't start Rashford in this game maybe they'd have been thinking Kane drops deep so often that he can sort of half pick up Jorginho I wouldn't advise that but maybe uh, so I, I can only assume Mount's going to basically play central as well it's mm-hmm. a, I mean go wrong I'm not giving any guff to Southgate win the final he's done a really good job and he seems like a nice bloke so I'm good with that but it's a big call to change the formation like because they're not he's not even changing I don't think he's changing to the previous three at the back formation I think he's changing to a formation that he hasn't played the entire time for the final which is a big call
0: yeah, I worked well for Kevin Blackwell.
1: Oh, yeah, he did do that, didn't
0: he? He did go to five at the back for some reason. <laughs> the reason... Mm, um, You know, we were coming up against the likes of Malky Mackay and Matt Spring, so best go five at the back.
1: Yeah. So, uh,
0: David Healy I, out wide.
1: I'm glad I didn't go down to... I mean, not that I would have and not that I can leave the house, but I just flicked Twitter on to see if anything major had broke. And Cass have lost by 70 points to 18 at home. Wow. <laughs> That's Who not kids? good. <laughs> Who were they playing? Salford. I think they had a load of kids in because it's the Challenge Cup final next week. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, so I think, I think they were playing a load of kids. <laughs> I hope they were playing a load of kids. Uh, <laughs> not that it's going to help. They'll lose to Saints.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they have been well-rested.
1: Yeah. Um it's it's gonna be have you have you obviously we can't go. I'm d di- I'm dying to be at the pub. I can't pretend I'm not jealous and everything. But have you seen some of the videos from London?
0: No, not yet. I've uh, I've, not, I've not been on Twitter men- for a couple
1: of hours. It looks mental. <sighs>
0: it look- it's gonna be amazing.
1: I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like a load of rugby union university societies have showed up, is what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't just a load of really drunk people. It's a load of really drunk people being naked for no apparent reason. <laughs> He's got
0: a chess piece stuck up his ass. Yeah, it's, it's just a laugh, it's, it's just a I've, laugh.
1: I've seen fireworks up people's asses already.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Um I'll tell you. I'll tell you where I've, I've thought has looked interesting every time they cut to it. That Box Park seems oh, to look in- like quite uh, looks like quite a fun venue because I think that's got all the the food trucks there, and then Atomic Kitten and John Barnes turn up at times.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, Stormzy as well. That's where yeah. he, That's where he was before he went to that house party.
1: Uh, Stormzy, no interest in his music, not my sort of thing. But he's, again, seems like a good blog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm quite jealous of, of seeing people at the fan like Paddy, Paddy Power. have got that one up in Newcastle as well, haven't they? I think um, yeah. a lot of venues like that um, that look like they would be a lot of fun to go to.
1: Ah, they can keep all of them. I want to be. I want to be in a local. I mean, I want to be at the game. But <laughs> like I, I genuinely, there is, as I ended up having to work today anyway, it wouldn't have been, it would have never happened. But if I obviously wouldn't have had COVID and wouldn't have been working, I think there's a very real danger. I'd have gone down to London with no ticket and a few grand in my pocket and gone, right, I'm getting hold of a ticket. Uh, it would have been a really stupid idea. I have a three-month-old. I really shouldn't do that. But I think there's a very real danger it would have happened.
0: See, when you're broke, that's not a, that's not an option. So it stops you from making stupid decisions like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's what you're missing. You, you should count <laughs> yourself lucky, you skin. <laughs> Welcome to Tory Britain, you're lucky. <laughs>
0: my, my stupid decision was um, the other day when I thought, well, I'm going to be stuck at home for 10 days now. What am I going to do? And I bought 2.75 kilograms worth of sweets.
1: You see, KC, I knew there's a reason we're friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, again.
0: I'm, my, I, I'm stuck indoors and can't really go anywhere or talk to anyone. Well, I best eat.
1: Yeah, my self isolation. Sister ring, rings me up, you know. Oh, do you need me to bring you like eggs or milk or bread or like that? No, but uh, I ain't got any beer in for final on Sunday, so if you could bring me some beer. <laughs> and you know what? She brought me fucking Moretti as well. <laughs> I, I can't drink that. Not until after the game.
0: Well, that can be, and then you're just drinking it, thinking, "Ah, that'll learn you."
1: Yeah, after the game, I can drink it, but not coming before. over here
0: with your delicious beers.
1: I've never had it before, but I have some Dutch beer, some Orange Boom. So hopefully Ooh. that's nice. Hopefully that's, that's nice because that's what I'll have to. Because that's what I'm drinking.
0: Yeah. yeah um. Well, because we're, we're very much, well, obviously it started straight away, but now I just feel like I'm on the countdown until I can go back to the pub.
1: Yeah. Um, like genuinely, as uh, for what I mean, people at home, our Freedom Day is the same day. We're both free on Friday the 16th. I am working until 10 o'clock at night, but maybe the anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if it's open, I might sneak in for an hour at the end when it will be dead. Uh, obviously, uh, one thing that didn't come up on here, I did put it on our Twitter, but I had my excellent result because I've backed Sterling and Kane to both score 2 0 every single game. And obviously, against Germany, that happened. Uh, I have backed it again for tonight, 50 to 1. So, my prediction is, of course, 2 0, Kane and Sterling. Uh, what are you reckoning for tonight?
0: Uh, I'm. I'm going to stick with my. I'm not going to hedge my bets like I do sometimes between the two podcasts we do. I'm going to stick with a two-one win.
1: Mm. Uh, you picking out any goal scorers? No. Nah.
0: <laughs> no. No. Nah. That would that that would be too easy.
1: Yeah. This is a. This is massive. This because I, I've seen a few people on Twitter on about this, and don't get me wrong, it will annoy me. But I've seen. I luckily I haven't seen anyone saying I hope we don't win it because apart from people who were kidding. I have seen people going, "I'm not looking forward to this being hijacked by all the jingoistic people." And yeah, that's going to happen. It's going to be really annoying, but it's going to be worth it. Just just ignore them. It's fine. If Boris Johnson wants to pretend to be a football fan, everyone knows he isn't. know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the the argument I've I've found quite and quite funny really, and I saw I saw it today was, and I, I'm not saying it's exclusively them, but there is I, I, one I've seen a lot of the I'm Scouts not English.
1: Yeah, they're suddenly I've heard very little of that the last few days.
0: I've I've seen I've still seen a few of them today, but one of them I, I saw of, and it was someone complaining about how, how people are. Allowed to, you know, the sixty thousand people had to go to the game, but people still can't visit relatives in hospitals. Our country's turned our back on us. That's why I'm supporting Italy. I was like, yeah, but Gareth Southgate didn't bring in these mandates. That's not him. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, that that's annoying. I'll give you. That's annoying. It's not a reason but, to listen, not listen.
0: You that that logic is absolutely sound up until the I'm not rooting for the England team. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. The, pro- the problem is with anything like this, you know, you're going to get arse... It's 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 like supporting any team. It's the same with Leeds. It's the same with anything. You're going to end up supporting the same team as some arseholes. And you know what the assholes are thinking when they hear me say this? Not that enough people listen to our podcast for that to happen. Uh, they're thinking, I can't believe I'm supporting the same team as this arsehole. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You know, if someone, if, you know, tomorrow when you read all over Twitter and Farage is saying that somehow this is a victory for Brexit, just fucking ignore him. <laughs> it's fine. For one day, just, if we win this, for in fact, for a few days, just try and be happy about it. And I know this is so not me. I never fucking say shit like this. But on this occasion, if we win, just fucking enjoy it, no matter what. I can't leave the house and I'm going to just enjoy it. Like, I... I'm looking forward to this so much. I can't remember the last time that I sat at home and went, Ray, I cannot wait for this game, and I was by myself. Like, even Leeds games that I've had to watch by myself, I, I, it wasn't like this, because the only ones I've been at home by myself for that were big. I, none of them that were big. They were just Leeds games. Yeah. Like, even like the Man City game, you were here. So... And yes, that happened. Ah, well.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: then we stopped doing things like that, and then we got COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then we started going in public.
1: Yeah, and then we started going to the pub.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yay! Oh God, it's, f- I... it's
0: fun now. We've we've both survived.
1: Yeah, literally just, by the way.
0: just about.
1: Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, obviously, I've seen our live numbers for this, but next to none, as they should be. Yeah. But if, if those of you are listening, seriously, if, if you are in a position to go to the pub or something, I really would advise it, because this, even if it goes wrong, this is going to be a good one to be out for. And, yeah, at the end of the night, you're probably going to find some drunk arseholes, but...
0: Yeah, it, we, it happens when at, we win... If you see someone who's about to try and jump on top of an ambulance or something, maybe just be like, don't do that. But also don't physically try and restrain them.
1: Yeah. if, if pe- oh, That's the other thing, though. Now, again, no one watches our live, but I really hope win or lose, people don't do shit like that. And I know they're no other gonna because there's drunk people, people are idiots and drunk people are idioter. <laughs> like
0: it's just I, I don't like London, but don't smash London up.
1: Uh, um, I think you'll find it's called Sterlingrad.
0: Only if we win
1: <laughs> That's great, by the way. I know that obviously they, they you know they can't do it, but I'd fucking love that because it'd piss off all the right people. <laughs> it'd make everyone so mad. Um that actually Raheem Sterling brings me to something I was gonna ask. Have you got any picks for our player at tournament, or the overall one for that matter? Uh,
0: England, you've you've probably got to say Raheem Sterling.
1: Yeah, you're right. Calvin Phillips is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, for me, it's 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 one of those two. Love Calvin. I, th- I think Raheem Sterling has been fantastic and has terrified defenders up the whole time.
1: Yeah, I um, think I, I'd have to go for Sterling because even his bad games, he's been a threat. Like, he was crap against... Which game was... Like, the opening game, uh, obviously 1-1-0, I thought for the most part he had a poor game, but he scored the goal. And in most of the other games he's been really good. His, uh, the first game against Croatia was like the opposite of the semi-final. Because hmm. in the semi-final he was outstanding except for his finishing. Whereas, again, in the first game he was poor and took his chance. But overall, I think he's... I think he has been his best player,
0: yeah, I'm trying to think of a player at the tournament to be honest it's which is it's kind of funny in as much as there's normally obviously when you go in there there's kind of the typical players that are in there, but most of those players have been eliminated relatively relatively early on um,
1: if if, on. if there's a lot to be said for.
0: Ah, fuck it, Patrick Schick. (laughs) It's him. It's basically him.
1: If Italy win it, just because of the way the media's talking and stuff, if Italy win it, I think Jorginho might win it because he has been excellent in every game. Uh, And I just think that that'll be enough to carry him through. Before he did his Achilles, I genuinely... And I don't think you can hold that against him. I still think there's an argument for Spinozola. Hmm. Because I thought he was... Absolutely brilliant in every game. Um, You could probably also, I mean, uh, how, right, I know in domestic football it's 24, but is it 21 and under for young player at international tournaments?
0: I think so, yeah, I think it's it's 21 and 22.
1: Because I think Damsgaard is 22.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: Because he'd be in with a late shout. Oh, no, he's only 21. He's in with a really good shout at young player then. Because uh, it's not like... That's,
0: you know I'll stick with the Leeds logic. Calvin Phillips for young player of the tournament.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he's not 25. He's still t- he doesn't <laughs> age. He's not allowed to age. I, 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 I feel I like he won was...
0: young player of the season the last season.
1: Yeah, I think it was LUFC Data put out a tweet who said, Calvin Phillips is on the verge of immortality. And everyone went, awesome, he can anchor the midfield for 100 years. <laughs> 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 but uh, I'm... Yeah as I say I'm nervous for this it's uh, I'm just trying to think big it's not as big as the biggest Leeds games but it really is getting to me like that the good thing with games like this and we were saying this I think I I don't think we we're on the air when we we're on about it but I don't think that this this isn't going to hurt me like losing the playoff final to Donnie
0: no if if um. it goes wrong no, I don't, obviously it'll be upsetting, but I don't know. I, between Leeds and England, I've, I've been hurt so many times before that this the defeat here is still success.
1: Yeah, that's, that is one thing that it will, don't get me wrong, in the minute or two after, you're not going to remember that, but this is a successful tournament. If we get beat 3-0, this is a massively successful tournament. It's only the second final we've ever got to. Uh, a friend of ours, Alex Bennison, who hosts the other podcast we do, Stand Your Ground. Uh, I hope if we win, Calvin has a Granny Val shirt ready. Uh, I'm sure he does, but he had that for the semi final anyway, so he's already paid his tribute and rightly so. Uh, Alex did actually send us a picture earlier today. Um, BT Sport put out a, there was a big graphic. And it was all the it was the team walking down Wembley Way like Photoshop, and they all had numbers and names up back of a shirt, except Calvin had the Granny Val shirt on, which I thought was a nice touch from him.
0: Um, Yeah, I've uh, sorry, I've just got a list here that uh, a friend of mine posted earlier of and being of a similar age to us, so it's uh, memories of England in major tournaments: ninety six penalty shootout heartache, ninety eight penalty shootout heartache, two thousand woeful group stage exit. 2002, David Seaman lobbed. 2004-2006, penalty shoot at heartache. 2008, didn't qualify. 2010, woeful performance in the last 16 exit. Uh, 2012, penalty shoot at heartache. 2014, wo- woeful group stage exit. 2016, woeful loss to Iceland. 2018, semifinals. 2020, major tournament final.
1: I know so that it- this, is a, this is a very good generation of players. But that does speak very highly of Gareth Southgate.
0: Yeah, the, you know that that team. In I, I think at two thousand in about two thousand six, you put that England squad out there with the right manager, and I think it it would it should comfortably win a you know or at least be in the final of a of a major tournament. Once you're looking at Peak, Gerrard, Ashley Cole, Rio Ferdinand. Um, probably got to put Wayne Rooney on there as well Like yeah. all of the If if we'd have essentially learned how to use Joe Cole, I think we'd have won a World Cup
1: We'd have definitely That, that team may, I'm not saying it should have won something Because winning international tournaments is hard But it should have had a better goal than it did
0: Yeah, should have been better than Putting Jamie Carragher on In extra time to take a penalty To then miss the penalty against Portugal
1: by the way, I'm I'm saying this now because Southgate never takes Phillips off. You know, he took him off once. At f- was it f- had it gone four nil yet? I think it had, hadn't it? Four <laughs> nil yeah. to protect him when he was a booking away from suspension, and that's it. And that's great. But if it's level in the hundred and nineteenth minute, Gareth, please take him off. Because
0: I, I, I don't need to see him take a penalty. I do
1: not. I don't think I can. I I, I can. St- I still know exactly what it felt like when David Batty missed in '98, and I was an eight-year-old child. <laughs> 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 I I I I can't. Like just take him off. Leave Rice on. Rice takes penalties for West Ham. <laughs>
0: trying to, yeah, we'd have a decent selection of penalty takers out
1: of, out of our squad. Yeah, who, who who, obviously Kane would be first up, you would assume.
0: So Sterling would probably fancy himself.
1: I'll tell you what, I I, I really like Ryan, <laughs> I, I love Ryan Sterling, he's great. I don't fancy you, him on a penalty. You don't, I don't, don't fancy 40 fa- could help? I don't fancy anyone that plays for Man City. Man City can't take penalties. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird thing, they're like Spain. Spain can't take penalties either.
0: <laughs> um, I'd, I'd fancy Mount to do it. I fancy if he's on the pitch, Grealish, like I said, yeah. Declan Rice.
1: I fancy Kevin oh. Trippier. Yeah, I don't
0: know why. I feel like Kyle Walker would be well up for it.
1: Yeah, Walker. He isn't technically great, but he doesn't seem like the sort that'd be overlawed by it. Uh Harry
0: Maguire seems like the sort of man who'll just come up and absolutely leather it.
1: I won't I wouldn't want him in the first five, but both Maguire and Stones, I wouldn't have any trouble. I'd think that they'd both be fine. Uh, but jo- in
0: fact I've seen Jordan Pickford's penalty before, get him on the list.
1: Yeah. But you although that oh, I really hope it don't go to penalties. It'd be such a cruel way. Like obviously. That would probably be the most euphoric way to win it as well. It's like that thing of you don't you'd if if you're guaranteed to win either way, you'd rather win the playoffs than come second. Because it's way more euphoric. But you just want to win. So give me second place, please. Uh so like this would be a bit like you just you'd you'd take a win anyway, but I'm not sure that like, you know, the NHS is already struggling. I don't think that penalties would help it.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, could, could put a bit of strain on the old on the old ticker of yeah d- of well over a million people.
1: Yeah, you're just going to get. Although I'll tell you, who would do well if we did lose on penalties? Curries the number of remotes going through TVs. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah.
0: It's going to be be a very interesting country to wake up to tomorrow.
1: Yeah, regardless of how this goes, just drunken bodies in the streets. (laughs) But it's just whether they're passed out smiling or not.
0: Two people just, like, have fallen asleep strangling each other and sort of cuddling at the same time.
1: Yeah, it'll look like a Cold War Steve picture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just discard, just a cut. Kalf Marx books everywhere.
0: (laughs) Oh god! God, I think that's the end of Marxism. To be honest, if we lose this game,
1: yeah, that's the only hope for them, isn't it? We've got (laughs) to win. (laughs) Seize the means of production, and by that I mean Mark Italy's midfield really well. Right. Um, right, I reckon that'll do us. I think we've killed time to nearly the build up. Uh, obviously, this is going to be this. Oh, I, this is just going to be so stressful. But it's great that we're here. This team is. I, I'm not big on the whole, you know, overdramatizing football and stuff. But I have seen a lot of seemingly genuine stuff from like a lot of, especially sort of. Asian women of color, things like that, saying, "I've never really been fussed for for all, and especially the England team." And this is the thing that my, this team has got me into it, and that is such a good thing because they really do seem like it. It's as the same as the current lead side; they all seem like just really nice people, and that as that helps immeasurably because. Don't get me wrong, the England team that was full of, you know, your John Terrys, who I didn't like, I was dying for them to win a World Cup, so I'm not the person it really affects. But it, it does seem to have made a real difference.
0: Yeah, I I, I try and look back at at, the, at sort of that period for England and wonder if, if they would, John Terry aside, like... Also, a nice bunch, and we just didn't get to see it, or if there was just think, something about them that was,
1: yeah, I think there's it, something to that, to be fair.
0: But at the same time, you do. You, I'm trying to imagine one of these England players, you know, saying down the the lens of a camera, "Nice to hear your own fans booing you." Like, yeah, but Wayne, they've travelled to South Africa for a nil-nil draw with Algeria. <laughs> they weren't going to be happy. but um, oh, so, sorry. This is this is an aside. I think I think we mentioned it before. I did see a side by side picture of Wayne Rooney 35 now and Fernandinho 36 now, and Fernandinho looks absolutely fantastic.
1: Uh, Rooney's not the person to compare him to, though, is he?
0: No, but he's the go-to. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what, that's what everyone uses anywhere.
1: <laughs> no, it's either
0: him or Neil Shippley. It's one of those two.
1: And the one other like slight question I had in my head that will get us up towards the hour Do you think there's a chance for anyone unexpected to like steal the headlines in this one? Ooh.
0: I'm trying to think who will be the people that will that will come on because I, th- I think obviously if it's if we're losing or if it's nil nil, we'll probably see Grealish come on.
1: I think we'll see Grealish come on if we're winning. To be honest, I think Grealish gets on no matter what.
0: Get him on, sub him off after ten minutes. You know, keep him grounded. Hmm. Um. I don't, certainly for England, I don't think so, just because I would be very surprised, outside, unless someone gets injured and, and it leads to Tyrone Ming scoring the winning header, hmm. that he's, he's fairly consistent with, with the players he uses and the changes he makes. Um, I mean, God, I hope it's Ben White, really. That'd be, that'd be the brilliant story that Ben White comes on for. How is it that Mings and Connor Cody both came on and came off injured?
1: Yeah.
0: And then Ben White's come on and won it. Like, that's that's the real story here.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I was thinking, I think the only way I can see anything happening is if Harry Kane gets injured. And even though I think he'd put Rashford on and then that Calvert-Lewin ends up getting some...
0: But I think he'd be left on anyway. Yeah, I, I, I would love. I think. I think for the way he's played in in his in his couple of performances, I would really like Bukayo Saka to to come away with a goal if if there was any chance of him coming on. Hmm. Um, I think you know I think it'd be a great sorry for for him. At, at, you know he's what nineteen. Yeah, or, and he.
1: He's handled himself brilliantly in this tournament because of it. I definitely, I wouldn't have even thought about starting him at wing to be honest, with the options we've got coming into the tournament, and he's come in and played brilliantly.
0: Yeah, he's done a great job. I thought, I thought it was excellent against Denmark, and um, yeah, you know, I think had he been on for for a bit longer, could have probably caused a bit more of a threat um, later on, but. Um, no, I'd like I said, I'm struggling to think of anyone who would be sort of a surprise to, to come into the game at this point. Yeah. Because, like, if Marcus Rashford comes on, like, at, outside of injury, Rashford probably isn't in your first couple of subs for coming on at this point. But he is also a Man United player who has a very high profile
1: Yeah, no, like people who you like. uh, I don't think it's been because Foden missed training yesterday, didn't he? Uh, So Uh, that that might bump Sancho up by one, but going into the tournament, he wouldn't have been a surprise at all to have a big impact. It's just now that he isn't being given chances, really.
0: Yeah, Aaron Ramsdale, he's going to be the hero somehow.
1: That would be a shock. That would be the biggest shock if the third choice keeper was one of them.
0: I think Calvert-Lewin would be pissed when uh, Southgate decides to put Ramsdale up front instead of him. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls a David, David James on. He's like, no, no John Macken. Sit down.
1: John Macken's <laughs> a hero. Wow. <laughs> now, wait, I reckon that'll do, isn't it? We'll uh, get ourselves set up for the game. I'll go have my first beer in... Uh a week because that's how long I've been stuck inside Oof. Uh but I will uh, I'll make sure to not drink any of them a, a, until after this is done because we do, you know the stop funding hey no for the next couple of hours stop funding Italy <laughs> yes they have already been bought shut up <laughs> so uh yeah that will do us for I think this was episode 123 I didn't look before I came out Uh so, God, come on, England, just win, God, just win. Uh, so I've been believe. Jack. Believe, believe in the she. <laughs> so yeah, I've been Jack. So yeah, I've
0: been KC, Have a good one.
1: Depending on how this goes, we're both stuck inside. We might be back tomorrow. <laughs> right, in a bit.
0: Cheers.